I always wonder when I learned the value of a dollar. I kind of don't know if I really understand the value of a dollar, but it makes me go back to when I was a kid because I always used to think like when we drove by McDonald's when I was younger, it was like, hey, can we get some McDonald's mom or dad? And uh, usually say we don't got McDonald's money. And now I think about it. If you ever just go to McDonald's and this is after, um, I don't know, 20 21 with inflation and all like happy meal is like four dollars and all and it just confuses me like how much money did we have when we were younger or were we just that broke or maybe i just never understood the value of the dollar you are now lost in the woods with fames Just, just, just push play. Welcome to Lost in the Woods with Fames. Hello, lost people. Hello, famettes. Always get confused which one to say first or which one to say af- afterwards. Um, this is episode twenty-one. Happy March, if you want to get happy about it, and happy um, Woman's Month. It is Woman's Month. Uh, we have so much to talk to about uh, with very little bit time. And we're going to get to it. You know how we're going to do? We're going to start off with a jam session and then we'll get this podcast going. Lost people, fameettes. I always get confused which one should I say first. I think I'm supposed to say fameettes and then lost people because F becomes before L. I think that's like proper English. But anyways, episode 21, we have Allie from, um, well, from, she's my fiance and super future wife. Um, Allie, I was telling you this off camera or off mic that you were one of the most listened podcasts. I ever had on Lost in the Woods with Fames. How do you feel about that accomplishment? I feel proud, but also suspicious. Suspicious? I don't know if you're being real. Oh, um, I have no reason to uh, fluctuate or influx the numbers, so. When you were telling me, you seemed shocked, though, so it kind of felt like you were throwing shade. No, and I wouldn't throw shade in Woman History Month since you're a woman. Mm, and okay. ha- happy woman. So just this month, I'm clear. Yeah, you're clear. <laughs> also, happy Woman's History Month. Any big plans for the woman or the woman? I don't know how to say it. Women. Woman, yeah. Plural. Plural. Is what they eat. Yeah. Any big plans? No. Oh. I I plan to stay a woman for the 
<laughs> for the foreseeable future. Any, let's say, advice for the dudes out there to uh, show love for the women out there for the month, the history month? Yeah, uh, Venmo every woman that you know $20, and then me too. All right. I'll put my Venmo in the... <laughs> <laughs> but in, the in, description. in descriptions okay my and my cash app and my just zell too okay. feel free to just zell me however much you want well we will do that <laughs> happy woman too straightforward no no we like that you know we like to be straightforward <laughs> well we you know we don't get paid as much as men we gotta make it up somehow yeah right for the same work well, Darren, let, let's let's not talk about the disparities <laughs> and all, but oh. uh, let's 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 uh, bring up some good women and uh, for Women History Month. Any women you want to bring up? Um. So one, uh, I always look up to scientists, women scientists, because it's been a male-dominated career field, white dudes. Especially, so any woman that's been able to like navigate that is like a badass. Mm-hmm. Um, one in particular is Rosalind Franklin. Have you heard of her? I think she was like part of NASA. No, oh, <laughs> <laughs> you just assume because you like that kind of science. What kind of science do I like? You like, like pretty much the base, you know, base of biology. Okay, there you go. So she was like. A biologist before we knew what DNA was and so um, her research she was like the first person to actually like get an image of what DNA looks like like the double helix shape mm-hmm. but these two fucking assholes Watson and Crick stole that well okay so they told they kind of played her they were like yeah let's collaborate girly and then um, they basically like published work that they built so they built like a 3D model of DNA right. and got all this attention and like went down in the books as like the discoverers of the structure of DNA and did not credit her at all. Dang. And so she didn't get credit until she was like dead, That's which is fucked up. Yeah. So shout out to Rosalind Franklin um, and any other women who've had to deal with um, males treating them like shit. So shout yeah. out to every single woman and on this earth that well, has ever existed. That's why they have us reference stuff now, probably because of her. Uh, or sight <laughs> what stuff. What do you mean? Like sight oh. stuff, excuse me. I mean, I don't think that's because of her. I think that's just how it works now. But Okay. Um, I, I, I learned about that in my like intro to sell a molecular bio class and I was shooketh. Oh, I was going to, I thought you would say, um, the girl that like kind of has some connection to like, uh, Tarzan, like Jane and Tarzan, <laughs> Wait, like the what? scientist. I forgot her name. Jane? No, but like the real scientist, like there was some. Like, Jane Goodall? Yeah. I thought. You oh, would, shout out to her too. I thought you would bring She's up her. She's in the umbrella. Yeah. She's great too. She's like also started out as a receptionist and uh-huh. then. Um, worked her way up, you know. She's one of the most famous, most impactful, you know, person that does what she does. Was she, was the movie Tarzan Tarzan due to her? No, the movie. Have you watched Tarzan? Yeah, I watched the movie. Okay, well, in the movie, the researchers was an old white dude, and the only reason why there was a woman there was because that was his daughter. 
Okay. <laughs> so, no. Okay. Um, not at all. Based off of Jane Goodall's oh, okay. very real story of working her way up. Well, Allie, why would I assume this besides being mad ignorant? Like, because what does she do? Because like, maybe because Jane. Well, I thought, does she like work in like the Congo or something? Jane Goodall? Yeah. Or in the movie? Target? No, in the real, like real life. Yeah, she was. She did field work wherever the hell gorillas live, yeah. and like all over. So she's been everywhere. Okay. But I don't see how you thought a movie about a man that was abandoned because his parents got killed by a jaguar. Okay. And then <laughs> this um, gorilla researcher's daughter tagged along and I, found love. My perception of reality. <laughs> And everything else has always been also. Excuse me, lost people, mm-hmm. fame meds, and obviously Allie. Yeah. Well, that was embarrassing. Well, speaking <laughs> of, um, like, let's say, fantasy or books or something. Wait, wait, wait. I have another woman's story. Oh, yeah. Tell us about the woman. So, shout, shout out to the women's. Shout out to the women's listen. There's a lot of women people that listen. Like, women people. Women people? people? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this is why we need women's history. You're like, you know, those other types of people. <laughs> Women. Well, there's a lot of, I have a lot of women listeners. Okay, I'm sure you do. Now, they might be considered lost people or the famous, but that's a different Anyways. story. Well, go ahead, though. Okay, so another woman that I liked when I was a little kid. <laughs> I, I told you this story, I think. I don't think I've said it on the podcast, though. But basically, I was in like third, fourth, fifth, sixth, I don't know. I was in elementary school, and it was Black History Month. Um <laughs> And mind you, I didn't know any better. So I wanted to do, I had to do a report on, you know, someone black in history. And I wanted to do it on a woman, obviously. But I didn't know this. And I did it on Amelia Earhart, the girl that got, was like a female pilot. Mm -hmm. And like sailed across. But then she got lost out there and no one knows where she went. Right. I thought she was black. (laughs) when I was a kid. Why did you think she was black? I don't know. I don't know. And so I did a report on her and no one ever said anything. My teacher never said anything. And then so like I went most of my life thinking that she was black. A black black pilot. Woman woman black pilot. And I think some point in time in my life I like realized it and it all clicked and I was like embarrassed. Yeah. So that's another woman. Shout out to her. I yeah. wish that uh, we knew what happened to her. I always think those stories are always interesting because they always have like uh, like 20 years of like conspiracy theories. Yeah, because didn't she disappear in like the Bermuda Triangle where there's a lot of like suspicious activity supposedly? Yeah. When it's probably just like mad windy. Yeah. <laughs> well, wasn't there, there was another dude that was really big that got like stole a plane he like not stole a plane i think he hijacked the plane and then they never tracked where he went he hijacked the plane or he stole the plane Mm -hmm. but there was no one else on board and then he and then he jumped off yeah yeah with the money is that a real story yeah yeah it was like and it was like they said they don't know whatever happened to him yeah i thought that was a movie but i guess that was a real no, person i have to i hopefully i can find a name but mm-hmm. um the big thing is oh wait i think i heard that from tupo maybe yeah probably i think it was his podcast yeah i don't know but the thing what a lot of people don't know what flying is that you know it's the hardest thing about flying staying up no it's actually uh, moving l- forward no oh. land, uh, <laughs> you, all right you're standing up staying up move forward will be the last one okay <laughs> landing. No, yes landing the plane is the hardest one 
Oh. They said that uh, I think that most of the crashes are like uh, from um, landing. Yeah, I mean, what the fuck? If you really think about it, it doesn't. It shouldn't be happening. Flying? Yes, it's nuts. I don't know how it works, and I still get into planes, and I'm shook every time that we made it in this giant thing just through there. I don't yeah. get it. Imagine like what animals feel like. Like they I can't. just. I was like, it's like a, putting a dog in an elevator. Do they know they're going up multiple floors or not? Like they get in a plane. Did they? Did you know that you just traveled like five thousand miles in like X amount they of hours? No clue. And you like zoom in too, because when yeah. you're in the plane, you like chilling. Yeah. You think you're just like moving through space, pretty like easy, but you're just zooming, zooming. Yeah, when I was on Snapchat, and if I was on a plane ride, and if you like, I think Snapchat used to do that like miles, the miles per hour. Yeah, and you're like going like <laughs> over a hundred. Uh, yeah, something. I was like, damn, we're going hella fast. I'm like, ah! Yeah, and it says, uh, "Don't text and drive, nigga." You think I'm going this fast? <laughs> 342 miles per hour in your Corvette. Yeah, what? like what kind of shit is this? So uh, that'd be nuts. Yeah, but shout out to Women History Month. Yeah, it was kind of bad that I said Brent brought up a dude. It was just a story, so let's try not to. Yeah, what are you doing for Women's History Month? That's um, I'm celebrating my birthday, so technically it's a celebration for my mom. No, it's not. Yeah. No. She probably did. that's the last day she wants to remember. About <laughs> giving birth. Oh, I thought that was like a. Why is a Women's gift? Month still about something she did for a man? I think uh, it goes hand you. in. It goes hand to hand, right? No. Like we had Black History Month, but it wasn't really for Black History. They just started wars. They uh, <laughs> shit just started happening that had well, nothing to pertain to. What is you? What does Russia give a fuck about Black History? They probably got like twelve Africans in their whole country. Yeah, that they don't even care about that are actually there. Yeah, and isn't Black History an American thing for like African Americans? Well, a, black a, people in America. Yeah. I don't know. But I think they probably have, like, Black History Month. It's international? Well, I want to know, like, what Black History Month is, like, in Congo or something. Wait, is Russia diverse? I don't know. Okay. I was like, in my mind, it's all Russians. But I could be wrong, and I'm sorry. No, they have a lot of, like, Asians. Oh, well, okay. I guess Russian is Asian, but a lot of, like... Wait, uh, how are Russians Asian? Because the continent's Asia. Russia's in Russia's Asia. Russia's in Europe. No, Russia's not in Europe. Mm. But um, I was saying, I want to know how, like... Black History Month in like Ghana or something or South America. I don't think that's an international thing. Well, they, they, they don't think they have like a whole month pertaining to black history. I have no. Well, they are all black. So there's. So every. It would be like Ghanaian history, not black. Do they call themselves black? Ghana? Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know. I don't know either. I'm ignorant. Damn. I don't know what I'm saying. Anyways, how about we, talk about let's it get anymore. to the podcast. So anyways, you were talking about um, uh, the Tar. Well, not Tarzan, but. You were talking about Tarzan. Well, anyways, how like it was not really put in a. I don't know if you say like woman in the best light or so. I'm not dissing Tarzan. All I'm saying is that Jane Goodall was not an inspiration for Tarzan. Well, this goes back to like how come there's not a lot of uh, diverse people that are not in like included. I think we talked about this. compared i think pretending to harry potter but not including to like fantasy books you know because they're white or dominated if, if, if industries they, if they come from like like a foreign like if they're like let's say black they're always coming from like a foreign land with like strange accents and stuff you know 
Like, have you noticed? Like, in, in what? Like, fantasy movies and things like that? Well, fantasy always... movies are... Well, I, I mean, Books we... might be a little bit harder to, you know, break it down because... We live in a white-centric society in America. That's why. And the people who have been, you know, given the opportunity to create things like that, you know, have been white. Yeah. That's why. I why think... They're not going to write about people they don't care or know about. I guess what we... I think what it brought... It wasn't Harry Potter host, like, because you're... you're uh, into these like medieval stuff. My and medieval I, stuff. And I was, I noticed, well, yeah. not like the more newer ones, but the older ones, there was never any black people. And I was like, well, were there black people in medieval time? Or like, what happened? In Europe? I don't like, think so. What was happening in like, like, do we have any movies that's pertaining to like what were black people or what were the uh, Native Americans doing in like in South America or anything. Well, like it's that. just been like super simplified of like all Africans are like you know these like primal beings yeah. and they do the same for Native Americans. They like oh yeah because talk Gibb- about them like they're a monolithic group that all have we're doing the same things at all times. Like they give them no time <laughs> to like like they don't they don't give them any context through time they're like this stagnant group of people who just existed and did things yeah because mel gibson made that movie i think it was mel gibson about them tribe in uh south america apocalypto apocalypto and that was like pretty much that was a mel gibson movie yeah he made oh, it God. yeah before he why did they let him do that? he had a lot of control in hollywood to do that movie. but That's it's horrible it's like pretty much what you're saying though like all we know that they were savages yeah and they that probably was weren't their <laughs> goal but okay so the thing is it was so it was very intentional by colonizers to do that because how else do you justify you know committing a genocide and taking someone's land you have to reduce them to something less than a human yeah because you can't justify doing that to another human you just can't so you have to change the game well i like okay i understand maybe they weren't africans in medieval time great but why isn't there any like maybe if there's any books email me at lostwithfames at gmail.com but if there was like any books or movies that's pertaining to like what Africans were doing, like, just, like, a fucking series about, like, just people being civilized, you know, like, how they do with the medieval thing, like, that, I'm pretty sure there's, I mean, we weren't all fucking just battling every day and fucking trying to hunt, like, how was, like, how can, there has to be something that, with that kind of, like, content. And the thing, too, is, like, with white, and I'm saying white just because that's true, like, white colonizers, value written word over Mm -hmm. storytelling and other ways of keeping knowledge alive and so if you're you know a native american or an african maybe who your culture valued storytelling and like Mm -hmm. values your elders having knowledge and, and passing that down generationally rather than like you know like the typical western now western way of sharing knowledge and written words so it's like I don't know, like maybe there's, you have to go there and talk to people to understand their culture and their history, or maybe it's been lost due to like, yeah, you know, colonization and slavery and stuff has kind of, like, I feel like that was kind of what happened in America. A lot of the Africans that were brought were not allowed to keep their own language. So a lot of the history got lost and now current 
like black people in America, we have no fucking clue where we came from because we weren't allowed to keep our ways of knowledge. Yeah, maybe um, <clears throat> maybe uh, too deep. No, that's we, we, we get deep in here. <laughs> oh. Um, maybe there's like some kind of like a broadcast in like one of the African countries that like have a series like that, like a you know like an NBC there, and then yeah. they have like some kind of fun series that was like back in like 600 AD or something Maybe. and just like simple like that and you know what sucks is like I feel like if you tried to learn about ancient Africa all you hear about is Egypt yeah like Egypt is mad <laughs> That's all far too about. it's like it's super far it's Egypt is pretty much like it's it's very close to the Middle East but yeah, yeah. or even like if from a biologist perspective like I learned about Africa in, like, the past tense, which is super fucked up. Like, I mean, that's where humans, you know, in theory, originated and then migrated out of and moved throughout the world. So I get in why we talk about it that way as biologists. Mm -hmm. It's like a past tense thing of, like, this is where people used to live. Yeah. And now it's just, like, talked about. Like, I don't know. It's just not the same way we would talk about the United States, and it's fucked up. Yeah. And I know there's, like, diverse cultures that have lived there through since forever. Literally, the first humans were in Africa. It has the most history of any place in the world. Yeah. Just timeline-wise. And diverse people. And it's just fucked up that humans haven't valued keeping that knowledge alive and sharing it in ways we've shared white culture and European medieval culture and shit. Yeah, maybe they have a... Maybe someone in Hollywood listening and they set up a series like <laughs> based on like Native Americans from Central America or even um, America or North America or South America about just like a series about just their everyday life, you know, or someone in Africa or doing the same thing. Because that'd be cool. I like uh, I like that kind of stuff, you know. We're not all, I mean, not everyone was like just barbaric and stuff and just trying to kill the next person. Like, yeah, there's many cultures that existed. Yeah. Like that are valuable to learn from and like deserve to be studied the way other cultures are. Yeah. And obviously I'm not saying Asia because they have a ton of stuff that you can look back into. So not any shade to them. There's a lot of stories. And I love and I and as as an ignorant person would say, one of my favorite writers is Asian. Oh so, my god. Yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah, I was always just wondering what the the fantasy thing, you know. Oh yeah, back to that. But no, it was just it was was something. But uh, I think I kind of got my fill from you know the whole thing. You know, it just you know you could get you could get lost and you know just see stuff. You're like, damn, why? Before they started implementing like you know diverse people in there, they was always wondering like, well, how was it back then or so? But yeah, so yeah, I mean, I don't think there was a lot of not white people in Europe at that time like in medieval times I feel like it was still you know like it was hard to get around yeah. <laughs> back then like you know traveling took a long time how 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 long does it take from um, a Canadian goose to travel to where it needs to be <laughs> during the winter I have no idea probably a couple months Okay. I, I don't know why. Uh, well, because I was I was reading this article about like uh, birds, mm-hmm. uh, they migrating from like, um, well they're migrating from wherever, 
but how they use the uh, Earth's magnetic field mm -hmm. uh, to target the same breeding grounds, like year after year. Yeah. And um, it's kind of like, I guess, the breeding ground or the with the magnetic field is like a stop sign telling them they have reached their destination. And all I can think about is multiple places we have went to, uh, I think there was this place, is it Mono Lake? Mm -hmm. Was that a breeding ground, you think? For certain, yeah. I think um, pelicans or, or certain gulls, I think, like sea, people call them seagulls, but like certain species of gulls, I think. And like pelicans and things like that, I think use that as like a flyover and nest there and things like that. Okay. I don't know. I'm not the biggest. I'm not the most knowledgeable person on bird migration patterns or anything like that. Right. It's yeah. it's really interesting with mm -hmm. their like how they know where to go and stuff based on like. Yeah, but it's how, pretty instinctual and like. You think it's biological. And it probably happened over time, you know, to build that kind of, like, behavior. Oh, yeah. Just like any, like, evolutionary adaptation, it probably evolved over millions of years. Do you think any of them get, like, the wrong trajectory? And they go, like, hey, uh, like, uh, what's a good, like, a, what, what are, like, some birds that travel pretty far? That, for, like, that kind of stuff. Like, mm. besides, like, geese and gooses and shit. I think a lot of birds do. I think okay. even like hummingbirds. I don't know. So imagine like a hummingbird just gets into like the Canadian geese. Sorry, my uh, bird is kind of limited, but Canadian geese trajectory, and now they're like in fucking. <laughs> uh, I want to. I don't know where they'll go to, but like some part of like fucking Mexico when they're yeah. supposed to be in like Texas. I'm sure it happens. I and mean, and like all the ducks there, and stuff. A lot of ducks migrate seasonally. Well, what I happens don't know, when they, they get there? They probably die. Oh, they die. They I don't, don't be like, you, no "Hey, do you guys have like a Google map or something?" The only way to know is people do track them. Like people will do research and like put little, uh, like, location trackers on birds and study their migration. I'm not one of those people, but there's people that follow that and like see what happens. I don't yeah. know. I feel like they probably would die if they <laughs> got lost and didn't end up where they knew, needed to be. Are there is there any birds that you can think of that are like salmon? You know, when they get to their destination, they're you know, hey, that's it. I'm, that was my purpose of life. Oh, you mean like how salmon are? Um, Samoparis is the word where they uh, only breed once and then they immediately die. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think any birds are like that. Okay. Maybe I don't know. They could be, but. Well, that's just, it's like because they. I think salmon, and obviously this is not my thing, but they get to like obviously how they they get technically to their breeding thing mm -hmm. and then they somewhat die well, afterwards yeah right? so i think it's probably different the details of species to species but like mm -hmm. the general thing is so for like fish that do that or like other species that do that they basically they're usually born upstream somewhere mm -hmm. and, you know they're born then they swim down to the larger body of water Mm -hmm. grow up there get big strong eat stuff and then yeah so then when it's time for them to breed they'll swim all the way back up to where they were born and they okay. just know that instinctually where to go yeah like i have no clue how they do it um and then they will breed where they were born and then they die um and then 
their bodies like decompose there and actually like kind of replenish that area with nutrients and really things. Mm-hmm. that was my next question because i was thinking like does like another animal eat it or? yeah and they feed them like in tahoe if you go whenever the um the kokanee salmons are doing that mm-hmm. um you'll see black bears just like feasting like but so are, are they like a really, dead or are they not dead? I mean, I'm sure they snatch up live ones, but, okay. you know, they'll eat the dead ones for sure. I think if they're not too decomposed or like birds, other fish, I'm sure eat them. So like it's a very like beneficial thing for the whole ecosystem. I don't know why it evolved that way, but that's the way it did. And that's oh. what they do. And I don't even know. I don't know how they find their way back. I don't know if anyone does. I'll, I want to look it up. <laughs> it's, a, it's a really interesting concept because, like, I can't imagine me. All right. I'm here. I get big. I eat well. And then I find you. And then, hey, Ali, we do the thing. <laughs> and then, bam, mm-hmm. I'm done, you know? Because, yeah. like, I kind of would, like, hesitate on finding you. No, like, I, I own some real stuff. Just so you could live longer? <laughs> yeah, live a little bit longer. You're like, hey, you know, enjoy a little bit. Y'all don't even, like... Well, and then, humans are different, because I think, like, salmon or birds that are just, like, so driven by instinct that uh-huh. that's their drive is to reproduce. And so, mm-hmm. versus humans, we've kind of created, like, social systems and things. And so, it's, like, at the core, I think humans are still driven by reproduction. Okay. But... With those animals, like, it's hardcore instinctual. Like, I think there's been experiments of, like, birds, like, they put them, like, in a cage in the lab or whatever, and they still were, like, like statistically trying to fly, like, wherever they were supposed to be going. Really? Yeah, so it's, like, it's a, it's very, like, that's how they're built. <laughs> and it's, like, they have different functions in their brain that can like detect the magnetic field and whatnot so they have yeah. all kinds of stuff that we can't do it's giving me some hancock vibes <laughs> wait is that the one with will smith with will, whenever they like, like need, they get close to each other they get like weak yeah <laughs> that's so true yeah i swear there was another movie like that we watched that was kind of the same concept but like different what, what was what the was movie oh, what was it i forget what was the most recent oh, movie? Was it? Wasn't Spider Man? Was it? No, it was. Wait, was it Spider? No, mm, I can't remember. It was like a movie where it was like similar vibes of like we can't be together. That's <laughs> gonna kill us. Yeah, damn it, I forgot. I don't know. But yeah, man, those that that thing I just seen with like the stop sign. I was like, wow, they could travel, you know, x amount of uh, however far, and then bam, they get yeah. to, you know, it tells them like no more this is where you're supposed to be yeah you know what's crazy is like monarch butterflies do it too mm-hmm. and i'm like these little tiny heads <laughs> like yeah. they don't have like a complex brain mm-hmm. like insects have little like nerve bundles and they're able to just figure it out it's crazy and then i'm like struggling if i don't got the right yogurt or something <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, these aren't the right goldfish. It's <laughs> day ruined. We, uh, we <laughs> humans and animals are just some interesting just species just roaming the earth, you know? Yeah, humans are like, see, I find humans really interesting, but at the same time, like, every other animal fascinates me more than humans. Like, uh, like biologically, at least. Okay. <laughs> 
any animal in particular that just stands out to you that just like whoa what the fuck oh my god there's a lot i can't okay. i'm like blinking out what about you um i think anything that has like dog kind of resemblance because then i compare it to our dog or the dogs i had <laughs> like a coyote <laughs> or a coyote or like you told me um dingoes aren't really dogs right yeah i think dingoes are like right no i think dingoes are dogs that or hyenas are yeah so hyenas are yeah. their own thing like yeah. they're not canids mm-hmm. so like all the canids are like domestic dogs coyotes wolves um foxes are canids they're, mm-hmm. like, not as closely related to wolves as, like, dogs are, but, um, like, foxes and things like that. And then hyenas are their own thing. So, like, yeah. evolutionarily, they're not closely related to, like, a wolf. Yeah, I, I guess probably not just dogs, but cats, too, like, that are, like, something that are similar to them. Like, so I always think, like, I see, like, a fucking uh, a domestic house cat. And then I'm thinking, mm-hmm. like, wow, look at this leopard. Like, this leopard is just a bigger version of this fucking yeah. cat that loves to kill meat yeah. bigger things like it can kill oh, me yeah. cats are like true carnivores like yeah. digestively they need to eat meat only and it's weird then you see someone on like social media like just petting a fucking yeah. leopard or cheetah it's or weird and then like these things will just in you right now that's the fun part i guess for them probably yeah feeling that bond and trusting an animal that you know could just kill you yeah I don't know. I think a weird animal that I like a or lot. Or interesting animal. Interesting animal are like platypuses. <laughs> because I really like mammals, obviously. If you know me, I study mammals or I try to. And I, I like them a lot. Shout I like, out to Allie. <laughs> I like all the other types of animals, though. Don't get me wrong. But mammals are really cool. And then like platypuses are so cool because they like don't make any sense like when you look at them mm-hmm. um i think like the first person to ever find one well quote unquote first like the first white dude to find one who brought it back mm. they were like this is fake <laughs> like they literally thought that he just like was it dead yeah i mean he brought like okay. a stuffed one back i think i don't know and they thought he just kind of like put together multiple animals because yeah they're just so ridiculous and they lay eggs so they're one of the few mammals that still lay eggs rather than give live birth. Mm-hmm. And they're like hairy and they have like a beak and then they're well, like a little bill, I guess. And they use it in the water and they close their eyes and they just like have a lot of nerves on it. Mm-hmm. And that's how they like catch stuff in the water. Do you think they're miserable with all like those being just so not, you know, out the norm? No. Okay, because I, I, I they don't know that they're weird. Okay, because I'm like I can't imagine like this is not right, but I'm they don't here. know. They're just doing their little thing, thing, laying their little eggs, and then they give the babies milk because that's a feature of mammals' mammary glands. Milk. And they lay eggs. They lay eggs. I mean, if you think about it, all like I have eggs. <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like. We have eggs as mammals. We just have, you know, we keep them inside. <laughs> yeah. You guys, that would be weird seeing you lay an egg. Um, <laughs> what about chimpanzees? So, like, for instance, I've heard this thing about chimpanzees consider freedom of choice in their elevation of social action. Um, experiments found that chimpanzees consider intent when judging the wrongdoing mm-hmm. of others. 
Yeah, so I've seen this, and I like I like articles about chimpanzees and um, gorillas, but more chimpanzees because you know they're really close to you know human stuff. They're our most closely related. Are they more closer than pigs? Yes. Because some reason pigs are ungulate, so they have hooves. They're hooved mammals. The only reason I said that because we use a lot of pig stuff for like heart valves and stuff. Yeah, I mean, we're similar to them anatomically, and I think they're pretty smart animals too, but, and I don't think that someone would ethically take a chimpanzee heart maybe right now in this point in time. If you get like a heart transplant, it's a gorilla heart transplant. A gorilla, like, like, do you get stronger? Are you are you pumping more I don't blood know. out? We haven't done the experiments, but I I think like a lot of <laughs> <laughs> a lot of biological research and like the species that we do them on, so like rats and pigs are like done still on those animals because those protocols have already kind of been established. So then rather than kind of starting from scratch and like building a protocol for this new species, then we've I think that like pigs and like rodents and things like that are kind mm-hmm. of already have we know how they're going to act. And then also pigs just so happen to be pretty similar to us, like yeah. anatomically, I guess. Interesting that. I want to know if they use. <laughs> and ethically, I think people are fine with using a pig heart rather than like uh, a chimp's heart. Yeah. I, I, never... I don't know why, but we just are because pigs are really smart too. Yeah. Yeah. I think they actually um, did a full blown, I mean, off the subject with the chim- chimpanzees, but I think they did a full blown um, heart transplant with the. A pig heart recently. I think so. That's like a pretty big thing. I think it's good. I mean, you definitely have to just like look the other way. <laughs> if you don't care about Animal? the, yeah, if you don't, if you, like, you know what I mean? Like, I think that there's some debate there, maybe. Ethical debate? Yeah. Oh. But at the same time, I'm like pro saving humans, so. Yeah. So they can like make enough, um, Make an invention to prolong every animal's life, you know. That heart. Maybe I don't know if that I don't I don't know if that's anybody's motives. Is well, the to evolution do like dog ev- heart transplant. <laughs> 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 you just you don't want to let go of your like eighteen year old cat, so you take a, a heart from like a mouse or something. Like, what do you? I don't. <laughs> I don't foresee that happening. I think that's why um, that's why Frankenstein was like <laughs> considered not a good uh, scientist or so. Yeah, you can just be like whoever made Frankenstein patching body parts from other animals together. It's kind of weird. Like, where do they stop? Well, uh, with well, humans, it makes sense because the human that you're taking the organ from gave consent. Yeah. Versus a pig can't give you consent. Yeah. But if I had heart disease i probably would be like give me the pig heart any heart <laughs> yeah well they started i think the, so the evolution or the process of a heart most like heart like let's say like a bow they started with like cadavers so like like, hum, like humans yeah so they were taken from them and i think um you know based on the you know results it, it worked it just it, the longevity wasn't that great and then they started using like pig you know stuff and uh p- pig bowels and that they you know same thing it was probably better than a cadaver and all that so yeah that, and now they have more like i think they could do like mechanical stuff now too i think i feel like that's the dream of like just being able to like maybe like take stem cells or something and like you know Make not more. need a source 
body <laughs> like you know what i mean like be able yeah. to make organs mm-hmm. from cells that maybe were consensually given by another human yeah it's just so always i mean I'm, i know something about heart but probably not that much but I always wonder like i mean you know a lot about hearts if, that's so your job <laughs> the big thing is like let's say a 3d heart you know a 3d printer and don't they like actually use cells to do that though too? i think so yeah, yeah. but there's so much that ha- I think the human body is so good at rejecting stuff. That's yeah. rejects. The human body is like top of the line. Well, it's supposed to be, but it rejects a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why if you get like a transplant, you're going to be on um, anti-rejection medication probably mm-hmm. for the rest of your life. Like immunosuppressants or yeah. whatever, right? Yeah. yeah. So because uh, it, it's literally, yeah, anything foreign, you know, if you ever had like a splinter, the reason why the splinter is coming out because your body suspects that it's a foreign object and it's pushing it out. So it does that with anything, you know, unless it's like, you know, AIDS, AIDS has, um, or HIV, but the only reason why it is because they're really good at like, um, hiding. I think. Yeah. So it's complicated. Yeah. That's the best way I can yeah. say it. But I mean, um, I get what you're saying though. But with like the hearts, if they were able to do that, um, it's, it's really, it'd probably be the next thing. It's just, it's the heart's so complex because um, if you get like a, a new heart, there's a few things that happens to you too, besides the, um, um, like taking the anti, um, whatever. Immunosuppressant. Yeah. Like your blood pressure, some stuff just looks a lot different. Yeah. I much. mean, if you were supposed to die, you probably, it's probably really hard to make you not die. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you have an organ that just doesn't work. Mm hmm. Like, it's unbelievable that we're able to even help as many people as we can yeah. live longer than they would have naturally. Like, it's unbelievable that we were able to do that when you really think about it. Like, you know, like, your heart doesn't work and you're still alive. Like, that's crazy. I know. Shout out to the surgeons, man. I know. Medicine's really cool. But what about these chimpanzees oh, that yeah. consider freedom of <laughs> choice and their ele- evaluation of social action? So, like, give the example of how they, how did they observe that behavior? You want, like, well, it's like... <clears throat> so, basically, a chimpanzee has empathy, kind of. Like, say if another chimp accidentally punched them they would be like oh they would look at and be able to say you know it was an accident so i'm not going to retaliate type deal is that what you're trying to say like they can uh it is but let me jibber jabber this this is an abstract it's not that long and i probably won't have to read it all because the bottom abstract is just pretty much telling you how they conducted it but judgments of wrongdoing in humans often hinge upon an assessment of whether a uh perpetrator acted out a free choice where they have more than one option Mm -hmm. the classic inhibitors of free choice are conscience example have your hands tied together and ignorance uh or yeah being unaware that an alternate alternative exists uh here across two studies we investigate whether chimpanzees consider these factors in their evaluation of social action do it you want me to keep going Okay, I will keep going. No, I, I feel like I just wanted to know, like, yeah. what was the behavior that they observed? Does it say that in the abstract? Like, we did this and we saw this. Um, like, methods, conclusion type. Well, 
They said, we found that chimpanzees were more likely to accept the non-preferred. I guess I skipped this. So chimpanzees interacted with a human experimenter who handed them a non-preferred item of food, mm-hmm. either because they were physically constrained from assessing it, the, the preferred item, mm-hmm. or because they were ignorant of the availability of the preferred item. Mm-hmm. So they found that chimpanzees were more likely to accept a non-preferred food and showed fewer negative emotional responses when the experimenter was physically constrained compared with when they had free choice. Okay, that's really cool. So basically it's like you're the chimp and you're like, I want this banana, but they can see that the person cannot give them a banana because maybe... They just can't access it or something, and they're like, they're like, okay, I'll take this sh- fucking strawberry or whatever. Right. And they're they're not mean about it. But that's really cool. Okay. Right. Yeah. We're on the same page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. I mean, I'm not surprised. So they and they weren't judging the wrongdoing of others. Yeah. So oh, they were okay. able to see that it wasn't like a mean act. Okay. You know, like they were able to say. You know, he probably would have given me what I wanted, but he couldn't do it. Yeah. So I'm going to be nice. Wow. Chimpanzees, man. They uh, yeah. They have uh, they think high of us, I guess, or the experimenters. I, I don't know if they think high, but they're able to process that. Yeah. You know? Like, they're able to say... The benefit of the doubt, kind of? No, it's like they can see that you're not able to do it for them, so they're like, fine. How basic they don't do you, act out. How basic... What they have to do to keep that experiment? I don't know. I don't, oh, I don't okay. do behavioral, uh, <laughs> animal behavior stuff, but chimpanzees are really interesting um, socially, too. Like, they're very social and, like, aggressive, and they'll just, like, beat the shit out of each other. Yeah. <laughs> but they also heal pretty quickly, so, like, they'll beat the shit out of each other, but they'll survive versus, like, if I was a human, we probably wouldn't make it. Yeah, always. <laughs> it's always interesting those uh, chimpanzees like just smoking cigarettes. Like, you ever seen those? They're just like smoking cigarettes. Like, that how was like in movies. Whoa. Well, I guess it's real. <laughs> it's a real. Chimp. Like they're just smoking cigarettes. Like. Yeah, that's un- unethical in my opinion. But I think okay. The thing is, they're very similar to humans. I don't know why <laughs> we act like they're not. Like, genetically, they're very, very, very similar. They're our most close relatives. Right. Evolutionarily, that are still alive. Obviously, there's others, but they're no longer... um, They don't live anymore, but... I don't know. I think they're really cool animals. They're smart. And we underestimate them because they don't communicate the way we do. Yeah. Language. Yeah, like language and, like... I don't know. They have their own cultural norms and their own social groups that we don't understand. Yeah. It's amazing that how close we are to um to what they are and all. Chimps. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like all the primates. It's just a crazy concept. Yeah. Animals are just interesting. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's Did you ever watch that movie about... Um, the gorilla that like knew sign language sign language i think her name was coco well no that was the documentary they made a movie about oh no i think it was like angelina jolie's uh dad was in it oh god and like it was a really bad movie but it was like this there was like some diamond farm 
and the gorilla knew it, but it was like protected by like these gorillas, and it the gorilla knew sign language and talked to the humans, and then they took him to this diamond farm with these savage gorillas, and like the person kind of communicated, with, but then the gorillas started like killing hella humans because they were like mad aggressive trying to get these diamonds. It was one of those movies Sounds in the nineties. Yeah, it was probably didn't low. need to be made. Yeah, <laughs> poor was, animals. He was just our menaces. I don't know what the movie was called. There were some good movies in the nineties that probably would not survive today, like Twister. Like, did you ever watch Twister? Is that like tornadoes and stuff? Yeah, like they were like uh, tornado I think chasers. So, but I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> I don't remember it enough to. I learned all about like the all the the tornadoes um, levels, so F one, F two, F three, F four, F five. You know, I was um, terrified of natural disasters as a kid, so that was not for me. That we, was like my, you know, like when they would ask you like, "What is your, what are you afraid of?" I would say natural disasters. What was that because of like the Discovery Channel? Like they used to have like the top five or top ten or those mm-hmm. kind of like. I don't know. I think I was just boring kid. Did you ever learn about like? the Yellowstone stuff and mm-hmm. oh. I was scared of tornadoes hurricanes earthquakes I don't know that's what I was afraid of so that movie did not catch my attention I, <laughs> as I, a 90s kid well I, I was only 5 in the 90s but you yeah. know what I mean well when I used to watch I think it was the Discovery or Animal or <clears> one <throat> of those things and they had like they did like the super volcano in Yellowstone Mm. And then they said if it like blew up X amount of time, where will like it showed us like the like the parameters where mm-hmm. it'll hit, and it was like right there in Reno. It's gonna fuck everybody up. That's yeah. for sure. Like within like X amount of time, mm-hmm. it'll hit Reno, and I'm like, why do we live out here? Like, <laughs> like we should start. We should move True. to like fucking Pahrump or something. I don't know. Ew. It's well, worth the risk. Oh, the <laughs> the super volcano uh, it's goes worth off. The risk. You know, we we it's finito. Our time. Yeah, oh, it's our time. It's our time. Well, we'll be studied like how the other volcano, like Pompeii or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I would felt uncomfortable. I felt uncomfortable living there until now. You know, Pahrump? No, not Pahrump, but living in Reno because uh, of that. The, the Yellowstone really? can still go off any time now. See, because I felt comfortable living in Reno because I was like, all we have to worry about is a little earthquake here and there. <laughs> and I didn't, I wasn't, I was like, we don't have tornadoes. That's all I tell myself going yeah. to bed when it's windy. We don't have tornadoes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But <laughs> Convincing myself I'm not going to get killed in a tornado. You didn't think about the um, super volcano. Super volcano in, uh, I know. I'm glad I didn't know that. That would have been on my list. Yeah. Could have been scared. Yeah, see? <laughs> it's, it's, it's a... Uh, it's a crazy world we uh, live in. It you know, is. natural disasters happening. What, what's a natural disaster that can happen in like Arizona where we live? Wildfires. Yeah, heat wave. Wind storms or like dust storms. Dust storms. Yeah. Monsoon season is a fucking disaster. Yeah. Just kidding. I just don't like the summer when it's all hot. Yeah, we need to hold people accountable for, for what? Like the not like natural disasters, but. You know, there's a lot of stuff that humans kind of contribute to natural disasters. Oh, don't even get me started. Don't get me started. Well, we won't get you started on this, but how about we hold someone else accountable for this? Something else. I mean, wait, what? Oh, I was going to switch the subject because I don't want to get you all heated. I mean, the thing is, like, you already know what I would say is that humans are exacerbating what's already happening with 
natural disasters, you know, or changing the climate or changing weather patterns are getting more intense. Yeah. That's just true. Like, I don't care what anyone tries to say. It's just true. Yeah. And that sucks because the people who are going to suffer first are low income and minorities or not minorities, but non wealthy white people. Yeah. And it sucks. It does. We need to get our shit together. Well, in the meantime, <laughs> before we, we won't die down there, but well, I, I want you to give us some information. What does this mean? Um, or what do you think this means? Someone said they hugged this dude. They're not together. And they said, what scent is that? A girl hugged a guy yeah. or a guy? A, uh, a girl hugged a guy. And, and she that. said, what, what scent? scent? Is, is that a compliment? Like, like what? Um, um, What is that called? What do you cologne? Guys cologne. Yeah. Like she's asking him what his cologne is. He, is, is she asking the, for the cologne to get her for her dude? I don't know. Does she say that? that's what she's I'm just doing. trying to see. Like, I feel like that's kind of trying to flirt probably. You think so? Yeah. I kind of think that was just more of like, all right, you smell good. I kind of want my dude to smell like this. I think if she says that, that's what she means. If not, it's probably a little flirty. Okay. So... If I you, mean, depending how close they are, is are these strangers? Like, are these friends? Well, if hug is, you know, I don't think you can't hug someone hug. you just met. And you say, "What sin is that?" That's flirty. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I but it if it's more... like an established friendship, and you're like, "Ooh, you smell good. What is that?" Okay. Some reason I thought it was like you get in a smell, and then you're about to buy that cologne for your partner. No. Oh. I mean, maybe I'm not. That kind of girl, but I think that's flirty. So if some potentially, if you, if flirty. you hugged a dude and he smelled good, you're not gonna ask him what the scent is no. because it's flirty. I'll just say you smell good if I think it's needed oh, to okay. like point out like you smell really good. I'll yeah. probably just say that, yeah, okay. and it wouldn't be that flirty. Oh. But if I'm like, ooh, what cologne are you wearing? Ooh, what's that smell? Not that's what's... flirty. Oh, okay. Wow. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I don't know how flirt. Why? Where did that come from? Well, because I I think we need to start like. You do know how to flirt, first off. I don't, but okay. we, we need to, like, learn how to, not learn, but, like, people say a lot of stuff in, like, rap lyrics. Wow. And is I, this a, a rap lyric is it a rap, know about? It's a rap lyric. Okay, well, let me but I want well, well, I need the context of the rest of the lyrics. They, she, that's what she said to him. He, a she, girl. The girl said, she asked him, what sin is that? Who said, okay, but what song is this? Um, what artist is called, saying this? It was like, I think it was called Diplomatic Immunity mm. by Drake. But maybe Okay, it was I think flirty. it's flirty. I thought it was more of just someone asking so they can get their dude the same cologne. So if you hugged a girl. Mm-hmm. What's, what sin is that, girl? See, that's flirty. <laughs> no, it's not, no, that's not flirty. I'm asking yes, them. I'm asking them, like, You know what, what would not be flirty? Uh-huh. Oh, I like that scent. Maybe my girlfriend would like it. What is that? Nah, but that's, that's weird. No, because okay. see, it's a weird thing to do unless you're trying to be flirty. Okay, two th- ways I would do it. I would say, "What sin is that girl?" Or I'll say, "Oh, is that the, is that the new Mariah Carey's Carey scent?" No, <laughs> <laughs> you're embarrassing me. I'm just kidding. Well, I don't know if Mariah Carey has a, a cologne or so. I'm sure she has perfume. Oh. I don't know, but I'm sure she does. Did you ever have a perfume phase? 
Oh my god, I used to like fucking use that body spray like crazy from like Victoria's Secret. I'm like, did it smell pretty good? Uh huh. Depending on which one I was using, I used to use the shit out of those. Huh. Probably smelled horrible. Well. And then you would think when you're like a teenager, you'd think it's gonna cover up that you smoked weed. <laughs> oh really? I do that. And I'm like, and I just smell like weed and like fucking vanilla extract, like whatever fucking scent. Vanilla something, like it was always whatever vanilla. stupid name. Yeah. Vanilla blossom. Vanilla lotion. Yeah, I was I loved vanilla stuff. But yeah, I would get like the Victoria's Secret little body sprays. And I would spray that. That's yeah. about now as an adult I'm just stinky. Yeah. I, <laughs> I just smell like much, deodorant. I don't use that much cologne anyway. I know when you wear it, I'd be like, ooh. Yeah. What sin is that boy? <laughs> yep, pretty much. Okay. See well, how that's flirty? I didn't even think of that. Man, I'm like naive. Probably people <laughs> be flirting with me that I don't be knowing. That's kind of I think weird. that you know, but you just pretend that it's not happening. Okay. I think that you'd be like in denial. What? People flirting uh-huh. with me? Uh-huh. I think you probably get flirted with a lot. At work? Everywhere. Uh-huh. See, at work? Because you know you get flirted with at work. I don't know. I get out where mm, flirted at work. Look at I don't you. Really see <laughs> I don't really see the people I work with faces. Okay, but that doesn't mean that you don't get flirted with. It's fine. I really don't know. Mm. I I think know. you do, and it's fine. Well, I guess, okay, maybe dudes flirt with me at work. No. Didn't you say the first day at your job you got oh, a girl asked, slipped you her number or no, something? No, she asked for my number. Yeah, see? Okay. And then you were like, oh, I was shocked. Yeah. You had no clue. Because I was wearing a mask. Saying. Why are you asking someone for their number and wearing I don't, a mask? No, don't, tell, don't ask me. It's COVID times. It's and I'm weird. Like, and I'm thinking, like, is my haircut that fresh? And I don't think so. <laughs> I had hella razor bumps. Like, nigga, you see the back <laughs> of my head all bumpy well, and shit? Well, they liked you. So that's my point is that <laughs> you don't know and people probably are like, flirting with you oh which is fine damn and you're a dude so you have the luxury of just walking through life not knowing versus if you're a woman yeah guys be making it known that they're trying to flirt with you and then you're uncomfortable cat calling was a big thing back in the day you know <laughs> back in the day babe cat calling it's still a thing <laughs> what are you in denial is cat calling like like you walking down the street and someone like honks at you like, yes uh-huh. that literally happened to me the other day every time i take our dog on a walk without you i get cat called i always think this is like a form of a compliment isn't cat calling a compliment uh, um why i don't understand the question please elaborate <laughs> well, for me James. <laughs> you're attractive or you i guess that's pretty much the basics of it that you're they're pretty much saying like you're attractive here just two, See, two, that's two the honks. thing with men is that you think everyone needs to know every thought that you guys have. Yeah. And we don't. Women know women don't need that. That makes you it makes if you're walking on the street, mm-hmm. you get honked at, whistled yeah. at, guys are looking at you out their window, they're slowing down their car. There's a speed bump. You think you're about to get kidnapped as a woman, uh-huh. like it put it makes like most women that is fear inducing yeah because men are dangerous to women yeah in I, a lot of cases so that is not a compliment some, to most women i'm not gonna say every single woman's offended in every single scenario because obviously like you know sometimes you meet someone you know when you're out and about and it's not creepy and you're mm-hmm. it's mutual but like it's not ever going to work when you unroll your window 
slow down or like whistling yeah. at a woman. Hmm. First off, we're not dogs. <laughs> okay. And we're not cats either. Okay. I think um rant I, over. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I try not to I try to give, you know, women uh, you know, make them as more as comfortable as possible. That's Did why. you ever cat call? Have I ever called cat call? No, uh-huh. I haven't ever cat Out of call. the car? With your no. elbow out the window? <laughs> no. See, that's scary. I was like, too worried about like getting pulled over, so mm, I didn't want to do yeah. anything, you know. Like literally, like as even if I have our dog, our dog is so small, so I don't feel like she would protect me. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I have pepper spray when I go on a walk because I'm not taking chances with, like literally, like I'll have headphones, glasses, and they'll just go out of their way to make sure I know that they like how I look, and it's just ridiculous. It's like for what? What do they think's gonna happen? I'm gonna be like. Thanks. Come behind this bush with me and let's like what do they think's gonna happen? I never like literally, what is the outcome other than you Maybe we need like a New Yorker to break it down, cat calling and I like think, the success rate. I think that men really think that we need to hear every single thought that they have because as a woman, if I saw an attractive person, I'm not like cat calling them. Oh okay. and I'll note it mentally like they're good looking and yeah. then I'm you know what I do? I move on with my day. Oh, yeah. Well, I try to uh, I try to give women as much you know make them comfortable as much yeah. as possible. I mean, I think that you're well, a so good I'm, guy. I'm That's to, why. So at, recently, I was uh, you know I work out in the morning at the gym, and my ass. Um, so when I get to like a really hard workout, I stop wearing my glasses because I'm sweating like really bad, like <laughs> I'm about to have a heart attack. And there was this girl at the gym. It's like five o'clock in the morning. I start. I'm gonna start calling the four and five o'clock people at the gym weirdos because they're all weirdos. And anyways, she's like, uh, like we're crossing paths, like you know, exchanging weight on like one of the rack things, you know, like mm-hmm. and like <clears throat> we accidentally like try to. I can't see that well, but we're trying to like avoid each other. But then we like almost run into each other. <laughs> <laughs> so then I was like. I was like, and I'm I'm wearing headphones. I assume she might must be. I'm not sure. So then that was the first case. It was this like the same fucking gym session. So then like I noticed she was about to um like I put my phone on like uh, one of the boxes. You know, like one mm-hmm. of the boxes you could do the step ups on. And I noticed she was coming to that area, and I was like, oh, she might need to move the one of the boxes. So then like I try to like time it perfectly so I could beat her to you know take it off my phone, but literally i like run right into her and it's oh like we're God. like almost like face to face i was like oh my goodness this is awkward right now you know but i'm doing all this because i don't want people to feel like uncomfortable you know like that's uh, i tried to you know be very respectful and stuff because i can't imagine you know women at the gym or anything so How i was like she react i can't see that well without oh, my glasses so but i think know. she just smiled and oh, you know she went on her day good. and anything like that but i was like damn i'm like I'm trying to like time it perfectly to avoid it in both instances where you yeah. like ran into each other. Well, she probably can sense that and that you weren't trying to like make her feel weird. Yeah. But maybe next time if that happens, I like leave the gym like, you know, touching the walls without my glasses. Like, oh, you can't <laughs> really glasses. see at all, you know? Like, I'm like, the, I'm like the male Velma, uh-huh. you know? So, where's my glasses? So, yeah. <laughs> interesting yeah i mean women gyms no. can get awkward too really quick so yeah it's like if a dude does like a heavy deadlift you'd like whoa oh, God. no what oh. <laughs> wait what you don't think that's attractive like men just like do a uh, big deadlift or maybe but squat not usually i try to avoid all eye contact 
to oh. avoid having to talk to men oh. anywhere, especially okay. the gym, though. What's the worst place for men to come up to women for Woman History Month? Mm, um, just don't do it at all this whole month. Give us a break. Okay. <laughs> but I hate in the grocery store or, like, at the gym is really annoying. I don't know. Like, literally, I don't know. I've been really uncomfortable on a air in the airport, I think, was the most uncomfortable I've ever been with, yeah. like, a guy that just... An older man who just would not leave me alone after yeah. I was nice to him for, like, three minutes. Yeah. So then now I'm just, like, fucking rude because it's, like, I'm not taking chances. Damn if I'm it. nice to this dude, they're going to just want to, like, follow me. I, I don't know. Like, everywhere. <laughs> Honestly, like, when I walk the dog at the park, it happens. Like, literally anywhere that man. you go as a woman. Men are horn dogs. Maybe you guys are, like, the men that feel like the birds. What? Like the birds. You well, know, like, the, the they're just like <laughs> magnetically attracted and they just can't help it. It's like instinctual. Yeah. Maybe, but at the same time, I think that most people have self-control, so. Yeah. No excuses. Damn, man. Sorry for the women out there. Uh, and plus, guys, if you guys feel bad, there will be a men's month sometime <laughs> soon, probably. I guess. But, uh, Ali, I got an email from one of our lost people. Okay. Not the famous. And then, uh, but anyways, uh, I like how you specify. <laughs> oh, um, but they were reaching out just to, you know, for relationship advice. And I think this is important for us. This is a married uh, couple. Mm. So I'm going to read it. I'm going to butcher it. And I apologize. But my wife, she is 26 years old. Wow. Ali's 26 <laughs> and I am 30. I'm not 30. Just had our seventh anniversary, and we have two little girls. Interesting. So you guys been wait tw- seven years. So yeah, so she he was, was nineteen. Nineteen. He was twenty-three. These past couple months, she has been going to counseling to deal with some pretty hardcore crap that happened to in her childhood. I won't go into details, but her mother abandoned her at age eleven. She was taken in by a very affluent couple, but treated her as a slave. Time out. He said he won't go into details, but that was pretty detailed. Yeah. All right, back to that, man. A lot of it. Lost people. It was to the point that she didn't know if she wouldn't live to see the next day. It's a lot worse than I'm making it sound, but I won't uh, divulge for her sake. I only just found out about any of this when we met. She uh, essentially manipulated me to get out of her situation and has kept it a secret until now. Now, fames. I am finding out that most of the core beliefs that we have held for the past seven years, how to raise a kid, religion, political views, plans for the future, was nothing more than her telling me what I wanted to hear. My whole perception of her has been shattered fames, and I can't trust her now. She has told me that if I were to leave, she would go back to work for the affluent couple for financial sake. She says that there's no danger now but I don't trust her and don't want to put my children in a possible harm way. I feel incredibly anger and overwhelming feeling lost. Fames, what do I do? And Ali, since you're here. Wow. He said he feels like he's married to a stranger. I think the big thing was um, like their core values. Well, his core beliefs, which wasn't her core beliefs, now he's like, well, what is her core beliefs now, you know? I mean, my first instinct is to have 
a second. feel bad for that lady because she probably doesn't know her own. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, getting trauma when you're 11 is, like, such a developmental stage in your life. She probably doesn't know who she is. Mm-hmm. And she's probably just been able to push it down and, like, become this person, you know, to survive and, like, found this dude. Obviously, I'm sure she loves them and loves her kids and stuff. But then now she's deciding to deal with it through therapy. So it's, like, yeah. not pushed down anymore, mm-hmm. which sucks. Damn. So I feel kind of bad for her in that sense of, like, I can imagine just, like, going through life like that. I know. But at the same time, it's like, as a hus- as her husband, like, why would you, I wouldn't want to be married to someone I didn't know. Yeah. But it's not. Do you think. She probably is so fucked up and like from her trauma that she didn't well, do isn't it on I, purpose. Well, isn't, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Relationships, marriage, isn't it? You have, not have to, but I'm expecting you to love me no matter what. Not no matter what, but like. At all my stages. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He should probably stick it out for a while. I mean, you committed to marriage with somebody that you're kind of promising you're going to try. Yeah, like <laughs> we, we, we all change. No matter what, yeah. we're all going to change. Um, it could be for the better or good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, it gets a little tri- tricky if it's for the worse, I guess. But, um, you know, and then it sucks because if she didn't really have any core beliefs, then now you don't have nothing to go off yeah. of. Like, Ali, let's say your core beliefs is, like, you love animals. Let's just say that. Keep it simple. And then, you know, no matter what, with you changing, I feel like no matter what, you'll still love animals, yeah. but you'll evolve from that love from animals with yeah. that. But now he doesn't even have a backbone yeah. for that. That's and really scary. really tricky. And then you have two kids. Yeah, I think there's, like, a bit of personal responsibility on both ends of this relationship. Like, she has a responsibility to acknowledge her trauma and deal with it and grow from it and make better choices. And then I think he has a responsibility to his wife, but also to himself and his children. Mm -hmm. You know, like, they both need to kind of make choices that are going to benefit, ultimately, the kids, honestly. Well, I have a question, I guess, to this question. Sorry, uh, lost people, but or person, technically. But when do you start telling someone your trauma in a relationship? I mean, that's like such a... I don't... Like, that's not even... In this case, it doesn't even seem like a question that would even have helped yeah. the situation because it's like, it kind of seems like she didn't deal with it or like like recognize it you mm-hmm. know what i mean like she kind of i think when you've dealt with when you've been through trauma especially as a kid i think a lot of people their survival tactic is to repress it yeah you know what i mean so it's like how is she supposed to tell him something that she probably hasn't even processed yeah as an adult i, t- I feel like a lot of people do tell their trauma mm-hmm I mean, I think it's as soon as you start making future plans with somebody, like but, you should be honest with them of like, these are my downfall or not downfalls, but this is why I am the way I am. Yeah. You can't just be from the gate. You're like, yeah, no. my family's mad crazy. And no. 
you know, my dad was a drunk. Huh. Uh, well, this is a first date. Yeah. That's no. way too... F- I think you have to, when you're starting to make those commitments, maybe before you live with someone, because you're going to see who they are, too. Like, they'll see who you for who you are. But you're going to see who they are and how they treat you based on where you're able to meet them emotionally. Yeah. You I, know what I mean? Like, it'll probably don't commit to like living with someone yet but yeah but how do you bring it up like you bring it up like um yeah like let's say we're about to move in together and then you know um let's say my mom was a drug dealer that affected my life really bad and you know how i bring it up is like hey ali this is cocaine and this cocaine affects me because my mom was a drug dealer. No, <laughs> that I I don't know. I, I, maybe I'm not the best. I at feel that. like it needs to come more organically, and that's gonna look different for every couple. So buying cocaine to prove my point that is there's a problem insane. Okay, okay. <laughs> that's literally crazy. Okay, I didn't think that one through. I would have been like, Jace, what the hell? Okay, I'm like, I'm gonna go. <laughs> Okay. I think it comes organically for everybody, but at the same time, it's like you can't move through early relationship expecting someone else to be emotionally mature at your level and be expressive the way you are. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like having a little bit of grace with people and giving them a little bit of slack, you know, but if you're looking for marriage and children... You know, you got to have a limit. You know, actually, I think, unfortunately, I think a lot of people fall in this case when the trauma does, trauma that happened in their past actually happens in their relationship and it hits them. Like, let's say, I I think I knew someone that like their dad was a drunk and then um, they found out that, I don't think they found out that their spouse was a drunk. He just had one of those nights Mm -hmm. and then, you know, triggered, triggered and, you know, the next I don't know, whatever, but they had to talk about it or something, and that's when they learned mm-hmm. about, like, yeah, you know. Yeah, especially for this couple, because she's only 26, and I'm 26. Yeah. And, like, honestly, I think that I'm not going to say I went through anything close to what this girl went through at all, mm-hmm. but I think everyone has their own types of hardships that mm-hmm. affected them. But, like, me personally, like, I feel like I didn't start understanding my own actions until I was, like, 23, 22. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, I'm doing this because of this, you know, that I learned as a kid. Or, like, I learned this as, like, a young adult. And then now I'm, like, 23. And I was able to actually be, like, oh, (laughs) like, this actually kind of fucked me up. Like, going through this when I was 12, 13, 14 really fucked me up on how I, you know, relate to people. And then... Unfortunately, like most people don't have therapy. Like that's a thing that's a bit more prevalent now, obviously. So it's like people our age are dealing with it in their 20s mm-hmm. rather than maybe if she had someone looking out for her at, as a teenager, she could have dealt with it then and been much more ready now. Yeah. And you uh, can't expect that from everyone just to be ready to talk and, you know, but at the same time, like. They already got two kids. Like, this is scary. <laughs> yeah, man. Sorry that uh, you... Hopefully, you got some advice from us. I don't know nope. much. <laughs> but uh, this is a fun uh, podcast. I want to end off with this. Um, I if, know. You always have me talk about serious stuff. Oh, well... Everyone probably thinks I'm boring. No. Oh. 
everyone listens to you, so maybe you you are the person. You're like the oracle. I'm a serious girl. Always, always. Oh, well, this is serious, but like, what what does um? This is a good question to ask people for all you people that are like just trying to start a conversation. But like, when was a uh, what age were you comfortable with yourself? That's a good mm-hmm. question to ask people. Because it made me think, what age was I comfortable with myself, who I am? And to be honest, I think it was in my probably uh, late 20s, for sure. Can't really specify, like, what date. Well, not date, but, like, year. But it was for sure in my late 20s when I became, like, all the way comfortable with myself. What do you mean by comfortable? Like... You're comfortable with yourself. Like, like you know yourself and you're okay with it? Yeah. And this is who I am. Mm. I don't know. And, you know, that's a tricky question for a lot of people because yeah. some aren't maybe at that stage. But um, it's, it's a, a, evolving que- a revolving question for me because sometimes I have to check myself to make sure that I'm still comfortable with myself. Yeah. I think that's a good point of, like... You'll probably have multiple points in life where you have to get re-comfortable. Yeah. Sometimes when I was going through a little bit, um, maybe, I don't want to say a little bit. I hate saying a little bit, but I try to quantify a lot of stuff, unfortunately. But I was uh, having some food, not food, I, like, I hurt my foot and I really was like very discouraged about like how it affected my physical activities. And then I was, like, going crazy on crumble cookie. So then, like, Ali didn't know because she's about to find out now. But there was times when I was, like, very discouraged about myself. So I waited to take off my shirt until I got to bed to go to sleep. Really? (laughs) Yeah, because I was just, like, not happy with myself. And I wasn't uncomfortable with myself. So. Sorry. I did not know that. Hey man, this is lost in the wizard games. You know, you get lost here. You know, yeah. like if you're in a in the woods with me, you're gonna like we're gonna get lost and we're gonna talk about some shit. Yeah. Well, and, I mean, oh, but sorry. I didn't mean to cut um, you. but it helped me. You know, it, it helped me recheck how to love, not love myself, but well, yeah, love myself or get back to comfortable with myself and what I gotta do. And I and I did it. The last three months, I we implemented yoga my foot is one of the best i'm in the best running shape in my life and i haven't ate crumble and i think over three months and you know i'm getting back to you know what makes me um not feel but makes me know that i'm comfortable with myself so yeah well i will say that not to get too mushy gushy but one of the things that makes me well made me love you from the start but I love love you still is that you're very um what's the word like you're resilient but you're also always trying to be better Hmm. and that's something that I always admired in you and I saw that in you I think early on that you're never okay with just the mediocre like I'm not not that you think you need to do the best at everything but you do strive to always just improve yourself like you are all, you're always about self-improvement mm-hmm. in all aspects of life and 
that's a really special thing that I don't think everyone has. Yeah. So, like, whenever you have those times where you're not comfortable with yourself or you have something like that, just know that you're a resilient person and you'll get there. You'll get back to where you want to be. And I really like being a part of it and seeing you grow and make those changes. Yeah. Well, was that too mushy gushy? It was good enough, you know. <laughs> it's just good enough. You, my favorites are dropping left and right, so okay. take that with a grain of salt. Well, uh, oh, they didn't know. They uh, they know now. <laughs> they know now. Like, come Whatever. on now. <laughs> my killing your follow uh, podcast listener game. Not my my the famous are the groupies. I know that's what I'm saying. Anyways, um, but this is episode twenty-one. Ali, man, we love having you on here. You know, it's always amazing hearing your perspective. Um, and you know, um, are you still excited about this wedding coming up? What wedding? Oh, this is awkward. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's gonna be one of the biggest days of our lives. I have a feeling that E's uh, E's gonna be there. TMZ, it's gonna be people hopping over the fence to take our pictures. Who's like, what news publications gonna be releasing our photos first <laughs> of our weddings, our wedding pictures? Who's gonna be showing up? Who's the the guest that no one thought would be there? You know, as celebrities and stuff. Uh, you know. <laughs> All right. What well, you, I want to know. Wait, wait, what do you think? What do you think? I'm, you know, I'm, I'm I just, I think Meghan Markle <laughs> is going to be a, Markle. Yeah, I think she will Why show up. Why Meghan Markle out of everybody? We are a power couple. And, and not Harry? Well, Harry too, I guess, and the babies. And maybe. the babies? Yeah. But, wait, um, wait, are you excited for the wedding? I'm very How excited. How do you feel? I'm just, okay, I'm excited for the wedding, but okay. I am kind of like wondering, like, is you the us news or uh, Verity? Oh or my god! TMC is going to be the one that's going to be like, oh, they this is what Ali wore, and then they have the price tag I was on being there. Serious, but okay. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm already excited. been too too mushy. No, you I'm can't not. talk about the wedding. I'm excited about the wedding. Oh, okay. Why are you excited? Nah, just kidding. <laughs> you know what I'm excited. <laughs> but um, anyways, Happy Woman History Month, you guys. I will be diving in again with you guys in a week or two um but man i'm so happy to have you on ali uh do you have anything you want to say quickly before we get on for the rest of the day um no other than thanks for having me on and if you're invited to our wedding you need to rsvp on our website thank you all right (laughs) that was it you guys have a good one lost in the woods with fame do you have me we have ali and it's episode two one two divided by one is two. Who would have thought? Anyway, twenty one. Thank you.
I remember, yes, I remember, yes, I remember it all. Swear the hype be too tall. So like September, I fall down below. Now I know that the medicine be on call. Yeah. It's feeling like you hot enough to melt. Yeah. Can't trust no one, can't even trust yourself. Yeah. I love you, I don't love nobody else. Yeah. Tell them they can take that bullshit elsewhere. Self care. I'm treating me right. Yeah. Hell yeah. We're gonna be alright. Right. I switched the town song. But what do I know? Spend a nice bitch hiking. Where will I go? I can fly home with my eyes closed. But if you're kinda hard to see, there's no surprise though. And you can find me. I ain't hiding. I don't move my feet when I be gliding. I just slide it.